Welcome to Driven in Her Purpose, where you can reignite your faith, pursue your passion, and live with intention. Hi there, I am Rosie, and I am your sister in Christ. You know, I know we all have moments, times, and even seasons in our lives where we struggle with our faith, where our passion for Christ just isn't what it used to be. Sister, you are in the right place, and you are in a safe space, because you're safe with God and in the arms of Jesus. My mission is to help you to get back that relationship with God the way it used to be, or even better, to live out that purpose, that purpose that He set out just for you, and to live with intention just like Jesus did. In this podcast, you will get encouragement for your heart through God's Word and strategies that will help you identify the lies from the truth. Welcome home, sister. Welcome back to another episode of Driven in Her Purpose. Hello, I am Rosie and I am your sister in Christ. And sister, do I have a special treat for you. I'm going to be doing a little series and this series is going to be focused on identifying the lies from the truth, living with intention, living with intention, identifies identifying the lies from the truth. That's kind of what I'm calling it because I feel like it's the things that I'm going to be talking about in the next few episodes lie under this sort of umbrella. So, you know, in in John 10, 10, it says that the the devil, which is Satan, the, the thief, it says the thief, but we know it's the devil. The thief comes only to steal, kill and destroy. But I, says Jesus, right? This is Jesus' words. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Absolutely, 100%. Jesus came to give you life and to have you live it to the full. So what is one way we can do this? Well, I'm going to talk today and uh, in another episode too, very near to come, to my single sisters in Christ, those who are not married, those who are not yet dating, or if you are dating or engaged, it's also for you because you might want to test the waters here before you take the next step, if that's what you're thinking about. So this is who I'm talking to right now. I'm going to talk to my single, and by single, I mean not married, right? Not married sisters in Christ. And this is sisters of all ages and all circumstances, whether you are a widow, whether you are a, uh, whether you've been divorced, whether you've never been married, uh, whatever the case, this is, this is who I am talking to today. Okay. So the first, uh, lie that I want to identify and help you break free from is this, this is the first lie. And this is what we're going to be talking about today. Here it is. Ready? It's okay to date and even marry any man as long as he calls himself a Christian or a believer in God. It's okay to date or even marry any man as long as he calls himself a Christian or a believer. Hmm. So I don't know if this is going to be a little controversial because I want to make myself clear on something. Someone can call themselves something. Now, you may, I think you'll agree with me on this. I'm sure you've met people who say, well, I'm this or I do that. 
and then you find out they're not or they're exaggerating, right? So this is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about someone who's who calls himself a Christian, okay, by name, and and that's it. Like you you don't know anything else. You start going, oh well, you know they they say they're a Christian, they're a believer. Let's 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 date. Let's let me see. Hmm. All right. That's where you got, that's where you got to test the waters here. You got to test the waters, sister, have to test the waters. So I will tell you right now that I am, I am married to a disciple of Jesus, a Christian man. Okay. Um, and I'm going to tell you a little bit more about him uh, a little later in this episode, but, um, it's funny because really more subconsciously, but some of it consciously, <laughs> subconsciously and consciously, I was looking out to see and test the waters. A lot of it was conscious. Some of it was subconscious. A lot of it was intentional, you know, looking out for what I was looking for in this man. And I'm not saying the perfect list. I'm not saying this is the list you have to have. This is the list of the, you know, you can have a list. There's no problem. That's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I would say make a spiritual list, right? If, if you're going to make one, make a spiritual list, make a list about the godly qualities of a man. Okay. Beyond that, I think all of the other stuff, honestly, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, is really more bonus and optional, like the exterior parts and things like that. That's more like a bonus and and power to you if you want to do that. That's fine. But for me, um, it was more spiritual than anything else. So uh, I came up with a few a few things that might be able to help you, a few ideas and backed up by scripture uh, that might be able to help you to identify whether or not the man is a disciple of Jesus, a true Christian. And I like to say disciple of Jesus because the word disciple appears, I don't know, over 200 times or something like that in the Bible, um, almost 300 times. I think it's closer to 300 times. The word Christian only appears twice. So I like to say the word disciple a lot um, because it's just, it's just kind of has a deeper meaning to it. You know, the word Christian was used to, I don't know if you know the history, but it was almost like, kind of a way to poke fun I mean I don't I don't know that this is 100 but it's sort of a way of oh that's a Christ person that's a the person who who follows that Christ and I it may have been it may have been meant for that I don't know I've heard that somewhere it may have been meant in that way maybe not but um, the point is that it's it, Christian is fine the word Christian I call I say Christian all the time because it's just a popular word but Anyway, disclaimer, that's why you see me always say very often disciple of Jesus here. Okay, um, so how do I know? Well, let's let's see what the Bible says. Okay, you got you ladies ever heard of the fruit of the spirit, fruit of the spirit? Yes, this is how you will know. So first, let's start with a scripture in Matthew seven twenty, which says thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. By their fruit, you will recognize them. Now, in this particular passage, it was talking about false prophets, right? False teachers. But let's look at Galatians 5.20. Let's look at Galatians 5.20, verse 20 to 24. It says, The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, forbearance, we don't use that word a lot in common language. It kind of means this sort of patient self-control, that they can forbear, that they can put off something, they can wait on something. Ooh, that's a good word. You know, we, we should use that word more often. 
So I think waiting on something, waiting on someone, <laughs> the right one, the right man, that's that's forbearance, sisters. And if you're in that situation where you have a desire to get married one day, and I'm talking to those who have a desire to get married one day, not if you're a sister who, who's not desiring to get married one day for whatever reason or another, seriously, that's awesome. Like, and, and soon I'm going to bring on a very special guest who will tell you why that is pretty awesome. Okay. Um, so that's awesome. But I'm talking to those who are wanting and desiring to get married. And maybe, you know, God has put it on your heart. Most of us will get married. Most of us do want to get married. That's, that's great. That's nothing wrong with that. That's great. I wanted to get married one day. I just didn't want to rush it. And that's especially after my experience, but that's another story. So Galatians 5, 20, verse 20, 20 to 24 tells us these are the fruits of the spirit, right? I'll repeat them. Love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, if there's any list you should be making or adding or actually probably putting to the top of your spiritual list of qualities of a man, this is the one you want to go by. This is the main root scripture. This is the one you want to go by. Okay. And then from then on, you want, you want to be specific. Go ahead and be specific. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. You know, it also says here at, after the, um, after self-control, after the last quality, it says those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Hmm. Yes. Well, that's a conversation for another day because that talks about basically boundaries and temptation, boundaries to avoid temptation. And that's that's another thing for an, uh, another day. But you know what I will say? I'll give you a little if you want to take a look at an episode I did. This was not on the podcast. This is on my channel, Reigniting Faith with Rosie. That's my channel name, Reigniting Faith with Rosie. If you want to go there, there is a live that I did two years ago on my fifth anniversary, wedding anniversary, which I spoke about the boundaries that uh, my husband and I had when we were dating that helped us to wait for marriage. So if you want to get it, get a sneak peek on that, maybe I'll come into an episode one of these days and do that and maybe get a little more specific with you ladies. But if you want to take a sneak peek, go to my channel and take a look at that live video. Um, it's on the live section. If you're familiar with YouTube, just go to the live and you'll see it there. But anyway, um, so Think about these these qualities as you make your list, okay? If you if you're gonna make a list or pray on them, right? You know, I spoke about earlier if someone just calls himself a believer or a Christian. You know, I think about the scripture in James two nineteen. It says, "Even the demons believe and tremble or shudder." In another version, even the demons believe and shudder and tremble. So demons believe in Jesus. Okay, there's a lot of people who believe in God, right? A lot of people. You're going to say most, many, many people, especially, well, the younger generation, we're having a sort of a faith crisis right now. I don't, I don't know about that's another conversation, but maybe like a little bit older, probably over 25 or something, I'd say, you know, as a teacher, I'm telling them as a middle school teacher and as a child, as a, uh, a mother of a teen and a college student, um, I get kind of some insight into our young generation and the things that they're being fed and, and, and unfortunately, lots of stuff that's making them doubt or just many of them just don't know Jesus and they think they do. Um, but 
a lot of people will say to you, okay, uh, and I'm talking to the women probably in their between 20s and through 80s <laughs> or more, um, they, they believe in God, okay? And, but remember that even the demons believe and shudder and even test your own heart, sister, even test your own heart. You know, I'm not, I'm not here to just downplay or whatever the, the men or the brothers in Christ. This is not about that. Okay. Sisters, you got to look at your own life because our brothers in Christ are looking too. our faithful brothers in Christ are looking too. So examine yourself because truth is you got to examine yourself first before you examine someone else, right? You got to look inside you before you start wanting to, to seek someone spiritual. You have to be spiritual, have a great relationship with God. Well, I'm going to tell you some of the qualities I saw in my husband. His name is Fernando. You're going to meet him very soon. Actually, he's my he's going to be one of my very special guests here. I'm going to be bringing in some guests real soon here to the show. But um, anyway, my husband, Fernando, OK, and he is he is like he was exemplifying in this list and beyond. And I, I didn't even realize some of the things that were, I didn't, I didn't even know I had some of the stuff on this list, but he had it. So he blew my mind. God blew my mind when he introduced me to Fernando. <laughs> All right. We have a, a, a love story. If you want to know how we met, that is an earlier episode um, that I had um, here. And if you want to check that out, you can find it in verse, in verse, look at me, <laughs> in episode 56 of this show. Go ahead and go to episode 56 and I'll tell you more about how we met. Um, but here's some of the qualities I saw in Fernando. So Fernando is someone who used to lead the singles ministry in his church over in, Mass in Western Massachusetts. And we had a long distance relationship. Again, you can see, hear those details in episode 56. But basically, um, I was able to get to know him, um, even in the distance, even in the distance, I was able to get to know him much, much visitations, uh, communication, and of course, common friends and people we knew that I would verify, hey, is this guy really the way he is, right? <laughs> you don't want to just believe what someone says. Um, but number one, he had a love for his ministry. He had a love for his church. He had a love for his ministry. He was really involved. He led, he was a leader, and I would say leader, servant leader in his church um, for years. And he sacrificed time. He studied the Bible with many people to help them become Christians and to help them get strengthened in Christ. And he was a teacher. He was actually part of this teaching group um, because that's actually his desire is to be a kingdom teacher one day. He's actually full-time in school right now studying for his master's in divinity. And one of the reasons I'm bringing him in is because um, he actually recently in the summer published this book called Single Ministry Can Change the World. And it's uh, such a good book. Um, anyway, we're going to bring him in to talk a little bit more about that in this series. Um, but he also, um, one of the things that I have also knew about him is that he visited a there was a christian man who due to his past life he was in prison he went to prison he was um i think he was honest about what he did or something like that he confessed or something and then he went to to prison now what a conversion that is right so he visited him for for over a year every single week to make sure he was okay to strengthen him to study with him and and make sure he's got strengthened in the lord he had an awesome prayer life not only did we pray together but i saw it in him he took, to, he took on challenges. Oh my gosh. One, one of these days, I got to tell you one of the challenges he did. He's, it's amazing. He wanted to share with, well, I'll tell you now. He, he wanted to share his faith with a number of, of, of men and just share, you know, the word of God. And so he had his challenge that he was going to do it and got inspired by a conference that he went to. Um, 
his relationships with brothers were strong and he had many and he had actually a few really good ones so good relationship with brothers in christ he had pure friendships with other sisters he actually had a couple of really good friends who had pure when i mean pure like just friendship period like nothing else and they were great friends he learned a lot from his sisters so i think that that also helps if a brother has a good you know healthy relationship with sisters relationships brothers and sisters relationships are good because you can learn from each other he respected his parents i saw his interaction with his parents and how he spoke of them even before i met his parents uh respect for his parents um and of course how he treated me right? And our first dates. So, you know, very kindly, very gentlemanlike, pure, completely, no ill intention, nothing. He was so self-controlled with everything, like, my goodness. And while he pursued me, so when he, once he tried, tried to pursue me, he actually would call, you know, we would set up times to call once a week. He'd email me um, or have some texts during the week. It, it, it progressed over time. First, it was a little bit and then it, it went a little bit more and a little bit more as long as I was comfortable. He was just kind of seeing where I was at. So he wanted to make sure that I was comfortable because he knew that I had previous relationships and previous experiences where I my trust was broken and I was kind of delicate in that area. And I think a lot of us are. So we want to make sure that the, the man is conscious of that, that. He's aware of that. And he's clear with his intentions. That's another thing. Like when the time came, so after... Uh, several months of talking he finally said hey listen I'd like you I would love to pursue a relationship with you in the near future if that's God's will can we pray about it fast about it? how do you feel about it I said absolutely I'd love to and so we started we literally prayed and fasted like four different times I think about whether this was God's will to date just to date mind you I'm a single mom at this point right so we need to pray more about that because my kids involved and the other thing I saw in the last thing, which was the last check mark, because me being a mom, I had to see how he treated my boy. So I went over to visit and I, I went to always, every time I would visit, I stayed in a sister's house, uh, not in his home or not in his parents' home, in, in a sister's home. So that's another thing, right? He made sure that, uh, you know, there was purity everywhere. So uh, my, my sons came with me and, and oh my goodness, the way he treated them just made sure that they had fun that they were taken care of that they had we had what we needed he brought food for the household we were staying in i mean just amazing gentlemen so that is that's my husband now that's the example that i can give you i'm not saying that you're gonna have a uh you're gonna you he has to measure up in this way that the man that listen <laughs> like personally if i could clone my husband i would clone him for everybody right because i personally you know he's like number one right he's like number one in this earth right not not before god never but number one on this earth man of course for me right so i love him i admire him and i'm telling you right now if i could clone him i would <laughs> but you don't need to clone him you know you can you can go through the list that's in the scripture in galatians and you can see this does this man have these qualities and first of all check your heart sister that's very important first do you have these qualities now let me disclaimer here i'm not talking about perfection and i'm not talking that he, they're always going to be like 100 percent perfectly in these areas because we mess up and we're humans but is most of his walk and most of his life is his is, does he encompass these things? Is this what he's known for? Can you talk to another brother that knows him and goes, yes, that brother, oh yeah, he's he's a great brother. He's spiritual. He loves God. He loves God and he loves others. He loves others. That's another thing. Does he love other people? Is that evident in his life? So I hope that this helped you, my sister. You know, 
I, I, if you're right now currently dating someone and you're just like, oh my gosh, he does not fit in any of these, or he barely fits in these, or oh, I encourage you to pray. I encourage you to fast. I encourage you to seek advice from godly people, but more importantly, seek it from the word of God. Okay, sisters, have people in your life, have spiritual people in your life that helps you leadership. If you're in a good church with good leadership, that's awesome. I know I am and I love it. And do that, do that because you want to be, you want to do that. Anyway, I could go on speaking for more here, but I'm going to end it right here and hope and pray that this has helped you to identify this um, sort of lie from the truth, right? I want to, I'll date any man as long as he's a believer or a Christian. It's not just what he calls himself, not as he calls himself. Let me correct that. As long as he calls himself, it's not just what he calls himself. Does his life reflect, does his action, do his actions and his deeds and his fruits of the spirit reflect what he is saying about whether he is really a Christian? All right, my sister, thank you for joining me. And if you want to contact me directly or um, if you have questions or have ideas for the show or anything like that, if you, if you want to talk to me, you know, just message me. Listen, there's a way to do that. You can join me in my Facebook group. It's free. It's the Intentional Christian Woman. That's what it's called. Um, I link it in the episode details. Uh, I, I do have an Instagram, although I am not actively in it right now. Um, I will be checking it from time to time through my computer just to see if I have any DMs. But to be honest, um, that is not the, the best way right now because I have decided to get be away from that just for personal reasons. Um, but it is there if you if you want to do it. But honestly, the best way is through the um, Facebook group community. Now, if you don't have Facebook and you want to email me, go ahead and do so. You can email me to rosieleonor at drivenandherpurpose.com. You can always do it that way. I love you, my sister, and I will see you in the next one.